All right, thanks for joining us here. Episode 14 of Riding Shotgun with Norm and Jim. Uh, this week's episode is uh, going to be a little special. It's uh, We're going to entitle this one, Gone Too Soon. So. Gone Too Soon, I want to throw out a special uh, shout out to my man, author Terrence McManus, my man Mick, uh, having a really... Uh, challenging week this week i know he'll be uh, finishing on top as he always does he's going to be successful and have a great week uh but we were going to talk about athletes with that we lost too soon and one of my most favorite athletes that we lost too soon is his brother patrick captain of the notre dame swim team in 1987-88 great great athlete and an even better dude so we shout out to pat. you miss you pat good luck great Mick. Guy. and uh, also gone too soon uh my mother, your your mother and father. Yep. Uh, my father passed away, but he, yeah, he had a love, good life. He lived to yeah. eighty three, but yeah. but both of our mothers died very Way young. Too so. soon. Yeah. Long too soon. But yeah, definitely, me. definitely. I remember that time up at Penn State with Pat. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Notre Dame in the rain. <laughs> Notre Dame in the rain. Oh my God, Pat. Pat, we're going to leave at halftime. It's kind of a blowout. He sat there like a sponge that he was. He was. I remember telling him, I was like, Pat, uh, uh, Newt Rockney is not coaching. There will be no comeback. It's over, man. I'm, and he gets, I'm staying. I'm staying. And then I saw him later that night slept, sleeping up against my dorm room uh, door. I'm like, all right, buddy, come on. <laughs> come on in. Go on too soon. Go on too soon. Thank you. Daytime for right. episode 14 of Riding Shotgun with Norman Jim. Uh, oh, that's perfect, and it's nice warm weather. Right? That's perfect. That's yummy. Very nice. I like to keep them ice cold. Nice, yeah. Problem is, in this heat and this sun, you got to drink them kind of fast. That's all right. Well, Not we'll drink you. them kind of fast, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so the week that was, yep. uh, I missed out on the Christmas in July, first time in years. Yeah, good time. Good yeah. time. Yeah. Wish you guys, everybody's asking for you. And I love it. It's a great, great time. And uh, unfortunately, we didn't make it this year. And I was very bummed. I had the coolest freaking shirt. Oh, uh, yeah? It said uh, Mid-Year Report. had a big giant sand on it. said Still Naughty with a checkbox. <laughs> <laughs> the, the gifts were a little, you know, a little stepped down because usually you have the good stuff, like the weenie cooker from last year. Yeah, yeah. I think that this was year, my uh, toaster. I brought yeah. that. Yeah. This year, I think the big winner was a big uh, thing of Swedish fish. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, I think that was stolen like four or five times, and the original person who had it stolen from got it back. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so they were the first. They picked that first? Yeah. Oh, that's they awesome. They picked that, and I was like third, so I stole it. Some fourth stole it right from me, and it just went right around. <laughs> now, if you steal the gift, you get to pick another, right? From you, from under the tree, correct. Right, because you can't steal from someone else. That's correct, so, correct. correct. Yep. Yeah, so yeah. if it gets stolen from you, you go back to under the tree, yeah. then the next person can either steal from someone else or take them under the tree so yeah it, it worked out perfectly yeah Good i time. keep i keep in my amazon cart for that i'll get out of here that's no smart. i do yeah, you I always have, have good stuff yeah i have like i think i brought it last year too the roulette shot glasses yeah right yep. um and i also have the uh the mug i have three of them now i've bought okay. that i have just in the waiting for uh okay this party because t also does one at christmas time oh does he okay. first week of december he oh, that's funny that's, that's where i got an idea that idea from someone who had one years ago so I was, yeah let's bring that on mm -hmm. that's fun it's fun stuff it was it's good great, time. man i totally enjoy it yeah but you know how about ed ed wasn't here eddie i didn't hear back from him no, no. there's a couple of no shows no answers yeah it's kind of surprising. yeah because i love you know we have our traditional picture yeah. Which is amazing, yeah. and it, you know, and its thing is, every time the end of July, it pops up, and says, "Here's from your memories." Yeah, you know how yeah. iPhone uh -huh. does sure. that, yeah. and it's like, ah, oh, there it is, and it's yeah. so cool because I put together a collage of through the years. Through the years, yeah. Yeah. So, ah, good time, man. I love yeah. the Christmas in July party. Yeah. I'm next sorry, next year, out. next year for sure. Yeah, we we'll get rid of this COVID shit and get back. So, mm -hmm. so uh, you're in the banking in industry. Yep. <laughs> what so. the hell is going on? We, apparently, we have a coin shortage. Yeah. Um, because, you know, so many small businesses have either closed their doors or whatever the reason. I mean, the, the Fed gets their kind of their coin supply from these small businesses like a Wawa or whomever, 7-Eleven. Right. And then they turn them in and they re-roll them. As far as banks, we have coin machines and, you know, people will 
bring them in, get them deposited right into their account. We send them off to the Fed, who then charges us to roll them, count them and roll them, like a $10 roll of quarters and right. so on and so forth. But, I mean, there's, people are holding on to them. People aren't going out. So, and then now Wawa's doing something. If you bring some rolled coin into them, they'll give you a free hoagie or coffee. Yeah, so I heard I mean, that. I'm like, shit, maybe I'll do that. They give you I, a free a shorty. Get a, a free shorty, yeah. I think for a certain amount, they give you a free shorty. Yeah, exactly. Jesus, so yes, man. there is a coin shortage. They're they're hoping to have that rectified in a few weeks. But yeah, how about that? That's amazing. Uh, yeah. So how are they going to rectify it? I think they're just going to start making more. Oh, okay. You know, so usually they they have there's so much in circulation. You know, through commerce, through business. You know, it's just but people aren't spending as much. People are, you know, they're unemployed. They're not shopping as much. They're not doing as much. Small businesses are closed. You know, it's the funny thing about that is I um, never spend coin change but I always uh, you know I go yeah I travel all the time mm-hmm. right so or not with this COVID I can't but I would come home and I just in my computer bag I would just throw the coins in yep. the top and mm-hmm. I would always come home and dump them into my mason jar yep. and then we would use that for gas money every year for vacation yep. and I would fill up a couple of mason jars and mm-hmm. it was always a guess you know between Sue and myself, how much you think is going to be in there? 120, whatever, you know. <clears throat> but yeah. I, that jar hasn't moved. Yeah. So it's like I'm not getting coins, but I'm not, you know, I, I'm not taking. It, it's kind of weird you're not, because. You're not traveling as much, you're not spending as much. Right. And that's, that's the it's whole just thing. Not, it's just not in circulation. Everything is now being is it's online. Slow, yeah. And yeah. It's a shame when you think about the yeah. businesses and. Um, you know, I hear the real estate market is heating up. People are overpaying right now for homes yeah. everywhere, which is kind of cool. They say these um, the younger people that have waited to buy, like in that 28 to 35 range, mm-hmm. are now all of a sudden becoming first-home buyers. They're, they're getting out of the rental, and they're, they're wanting to buy suburbia, and, they're mm-hmm. get, and people are overpaying for homes, yeah. and the interest rates are so, so low, so pretty cool thing. You know? Yeah, my nephew just put a, uh, a bid on a house not too far from here, a house oh, by cool. the school back here, yeah. Yeah, so North Bend's fully virtual. Yeah, yeah. But Sue's a little disappointed because she doesn't know what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, sports returned. Sports returned. What the hell? Major League Baseball. Well, I mean, it's it's nice that it's returned. Then you have this outbreak with the, the Marlins, and then the Phillies are somehow involved, and that's like the big scare for I guess everybody. Like, what? How do you handle it? What happens if a team gets an outbreak? Does everybody avoid that team like uh, they're radioactive? And that's kind of what they did. They shut down what the Marlins until tomorrow, tomorrow night. So now, did you hear right? St. Louis is now no, in Milwaukee. Hear. No, what happened? They so same thing. St. Louis had two players test positive, mm-hmm. and now uh, and they were supposed to play the Brewers last night. And um, I don't know if two more tested positive today or not, but all I know is, uh, you know, by Monday there's going to be a decision on all of Major League Baseball, and that's it. It's just a goddamn shame. This all, I don't know what happened in, in St. Louis, but I do know that the Miami thing um, is a result of these guys going out in Atlanta. You know, not taking it serious. They didn't take it seriously, and they brought it back to the team. They're all in this, you know, the, the container flying together. Mm-hmm. Sure. And then spending their time together in that clubhouse and in the locker room in, in Philly here. And, uh, I mean, I don't even know what's it up to, 21 between players, 19 players. and Not sure. But, I mean, it, the scary part is out of the sports that are coming up, this basketball, who's done a great job with the bubble, by yes, the way. Yes, they have. Uh, NHL and then football is uh, close on the horizon. Baseball Johnson. is the one <laughs> sport you, if you could really practice social distancing, out of those sports, it's that one. You know, I mean, except for being up the bat, you're next to the catcher, and the catcher's really not next to you. Yeah. But, I mean, you could really social distance. On my right here, I mean, they've, they've the games ball going, games, yeah. Uh, it's great to see. Down at, yeah. you know. They got great fields. Oh, my God, they're beautiful. beautiful. I wish we played on them when we were kids. Oh, how about it? But it's like they got the, they're got they going. Mm-hmm. They got it going on, and it's like, you know, the, the Little League. The parents are social distance. The Little yeah. League down by uh, by me, they're just running the full schedule. Like they did what they would usually do in the spring. They've done through the summer, and it's it's been very successful for them. Good. I'm sure they're testing the kids. I don't think they are testing the kids. They're taking temperatures at least. I guess I don't Probably. really know. I mean, my buddy he umpires there, and and he, depending on what the manager requests, he has to either stand behind the pitcher now, 
or he is behind the plate if they allow has to wear a mask <coughs> both mean, places. Sure. But, you know, he said, uh, I don't care. It's whatever the managers want me to do. That's what I'll do. And so, but yeah, it's um, Major League Baseball. I just don't understand how they didn't have a better plan. Yeah. And to let it get like this. I think they they started off with a decent plan. They were going to have them all play down in, like, Florida, Arizona, and Texas, which would have been, at the time, they were talking about that was a great idea. Now those three are the hot spots. But then it was three as hot spots, you know? But I think they could have kept it contained, like the Eastern teams here, the Midwest teams there, Western teams there, and I think they would have had a better chance of containing Yeah, we talked about that podcast ago, and, and it's, like, amazing. What happened there? Was it the owners? Yeah, the owners were delaying everything. They wanted it at their home ballparks, though. Is that what it was? I think they, I think they wanted them at the spring trainings, right? Of places. What's the difference? You don't need a big stadium. You don't need a big stadium. I mean, it's a, how amazing is it that we talked about uh, well, not last week, the week before on the on the podcast, where Andrew brought up Buffalo for Toronto, yeah. and they ended up playing in Buffalo. Yeah. Well, he had said it. He goes, "So you can pay me now." <laughs> I, I call it, yeah, and that's exactly what they should. You're right. It's not like you're selling out a stadium. You've got a ballpark if you can accommodate the uh, cameras, right. and and even the announcers are f- off location. They're remotely doing it. Right. So I mean, it's just putting cameras to show the ball game, and you know that's it. I just don't know what happens now. God, this would be so bad. It would be a blow sucks. to all of the sports. It will be. I mean, this the ma- what happened in Major League Baseball is a huge blow to the NFL. Yeah. Because the NFL does not really have a good plan. They have all their own labs and yeah. everything that they own, which is, NFL's got so much money. But I just, that many players. And they're, they're, they're doing contain. that much travel. They're not adjusting their schedule. They're just going to play a schedule. Yeah. And, you know, then you look at the college football, and yes, they're going to only play conference uh, schedule. But in their college kids, the ones who are catching it right now are the college kids because they're ignoring it. They're going to the shore. They're going into bars. And these college kids, imagine, okay, when you're in practice, they got to contain. In class, got to contain. Hey, now there's a party. Hey, that girl you like down the the hallway, she's having a party. Well, you're going to that party. You're not going to listen to coach then. You feel invincible at that age. Sure you do. You're not freaking worried. I mean, none of them are going to die, but it's going to affect the next week's game. Right. Hey, look, Norman, Jimmy got it. Jeez, now this guy and that guy got it. Oh, Christ. I'm tired of hearing about the long-term effects. People are like, uh, some guy lost his toes, some guy this, and, you know, the pitcher for the Red Sox now, he's got heart issues. There's a little bit more. No, his heart issue has nothing to do with him having a – it was brought on by something. Right. You know, and he'll be fine in like a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Erod, yeah, he'll be fine. Hmm. But it's good seeing baseball back. I hope they figure this out. I hope they fight through this, yeah, um, and and just get this straight because uh, you know Manfred laid down the law. He said, "I'm going to shut this down on Monday if you guys just if you don't act the way you're supposed to act." Yeah. I mean, the Phillies. You know, I mean, hopefully they start playing next week. We'll see. Um, yeah, I think the uh, NFL made the players sign like, "Hey, if you don't act like you're supposed to, we will find you. We'll, we'll, you know, you'll get suspended and that type of thing. You have to watch these rules." Hopefully, the players are watching. Like, geez, I ain't gonna do that. I'm not going to go to a strip club like that guy did yeah. and get into trouble like the one guy in the NBA and <laughs> Lou Williams. Was it Lou Williams? Okay. And you know, he's. He, I went there for food. That's what he said. Oh. It, well, <laughs> some and of them do have good food. <laughs> they're like, look you at the don't go there for food. <laughs> Come on. Look at their wings, though. Everybody's, like, posting pictures yeah, of the wings they the sell. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. The NHL starts today. Oh, is it the regular season? Are they going right to playoffs? They're going right to playoffs. I like that. Yeah. Let's so go the right Flyers to play tomorrow. Okay. Um, Who are they uh, playing? I have no idea, to be honest with you. But they got, they're all up in Canada. So they're doing East Coast, West Coast. East really? Coast, yeah, I think they're all How come East? Canada's letting them do the NHL, but they wouldn't let the one major league? they're not traveling. They're not, they're staying, it's a bubble. Oh, they did the bubble there. Yeah, it's East Coast teams on the East in Toronto, West Coast teams, I don't know, Calgary or something. That'll work then. That's how you got to contain it. Yeah. you got to self-contain. And football, you can't do that. There's too many guys on a team, there's too much involved. So there's no traveling back and forth between the states and yeah. there. It's all up in You're Canada. You're staying there, yeah, just like NBA. So that's cool. Uh, you know, it's been exciting to watch the you know Flyers played the Penguins the other day, won in overtime. Oh, in a little uh, preseason type yeah. of thing. Oh, god, I didn't even know it was on. Yeah. So <clears throat> we'll see. Um, you know, I I cut the cord, so 
I'm gonna have to go through Reddit and find a way yeah, to stream these. You'll get it. You'll it was get cool, it. you know, like on. I got the antenna now, <laughs> and I'm watching the Red Sox last night. You know, um, who were they playing? The Mets, right? Last night they played the Yankees. During the week they were playing the Mets. Okay, so Thursday night they played the yeah. Mets. Okay, so it was Thursday night I was watching the game. I don't know. I'm losing track of days. But, man, good game, though. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, they split with the Mets. Yeah, so, I don't know. It just, in the Mets, it was kind of cool. They had this animated outfield where, like... Um, you thought you saw a crowd or something? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, they were, you know, they were up cheering and doing stuff like this. Like, they actually had huh. people. And it was kind of cool how they did it. One of the Red Sox players hits a home run up into the stands, and there's all people there. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really cool. And then, you know, if a close play at second base, like uh, one of the guys was stealing, it was close play, and he gets called out. It's a great throw by the Red Sox catcher. Threw it from his knees. It was amazing. And he calls him out, and it's like... Crowd reacts? Crowd reacts. Oh! <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> That's this is amazing. I said, Sue, That's great. That's great. This is really Because yeah, I, I think I said on uh, a couple weeks ago, like, uh, I watched... Um, the English Premier Soccer League. That's how desperate I was for uh, uh, sports. And they were piping in a sound, but the sound didn't react. It just was constant cheering or booing or whatever. And, like, if there was a goal, it didn't change. Uh, Where this one did, which that's cool. I'm like, whoever's running this is doing an amazing job. That's cool. So I don't know if it was Fox or if it was... Was it the Major League uh, Baseball Network? It might have been. No, it was was actually on 29, Fox 29. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it was very cool. So, yeah, I think uh, I think hockey and ba- basketball will definitely work because they're going to control it. Baseball, I don't know. Football is so tough. So it tough. Is. I hope it works, but geez. my God, Jimmy, if football does not work, this economy is screwed. You know, what's yeah. Notre Dame's going to join the ACC? I saw for this year. Well, I mean, they they're partially in the yeah, ACC. Yeah, yeah, for basketball and and yeah, and then they play like half of their schedule against ACC. So it only makes sense to get tied. Plus, there's all these other teams that would love to have them as a one gamer for this year. You know, I don't. I just don't know why. I mean, location-wise, it's not Big Ten. They tried. They've been trying for years to get them in the Big Ten. Yeah. But hey, ACC's no cakewalk anymore. Oh God, no. I mean, I think they have a matchup against Clemson. Oh, that's which would be a great game if it, they play. God, I hope they play. That'd man. be a great uh, one for on. these kids. For everything, I hope they play. No. Um, you know, NFL, right? All these players now opting out. So now, I mean, the kid today, well, kid, what well, it's a kid to me, but Lorenzo Cain, the two-time All-Star for the second baseman for uh, the Brewers, uh-huh. just with he what happened, out. he's like, I'm out. And he just opted out today. I mean, there, so. was a, there was a few guys who opted out before it all started. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Buster Posey, right? Posey, uh, David Price. Uh, that's right, David Price. And, you know, a couple of these, uh, Posey uh, just had a child, so it makes yep. sense. So, yeah. And then we lost the eagle, the receiver. We picked up Marquise Goodwin. Why? Would he, was he opt out too? He opted out because he just had a child after his wife had like a couple of miscarriages. And he so like, yeah, he doesn't want to risk that. Yep. So I'm like, I res- sort of respect it. I love football. I understand it. Is what I, 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 I definitely guess I, could say I, I understand, understand it. Too. And you know, you can't question it. No, you can't. You know, if you're in his shoes, you you probably would do the same thing. Yeah. You know. Yep, yep. I think I would. Yeah. So, all right. You know, we, we skipped out on this one, but um, let's talk about – or, no, we did talk about this one. Did we talk about top three coaches right now in the NFL? I don't know if – no, I don't think we talked about the top three or four coaches, no. Yeah, let's talk about the top three coaches right now in the NFL. Who? Okay. Um, I mean, I I would – you know, obviously, Belichick's got to be Belichick's up there, yep. we got to give him one. Um, I – this isn't a Mount Rushmore, but this is top – coaches right now mm-hmm. i would put andy reed up there i put andy reed up there for you know he got a super bowl he time. has super bowl and for years he's always been that close yep. and then i'll tell you another guy who's close to andy reed who i might put up there is john harbaugh he does a great job down there oh, in baltimore. baltimore he really does you know? been to the super bowl twice right yeah. or won twice no no, no he, he was he won once won one did he go but, twice no he only went once he only went once the other one was there. uh the coach from Minnesota. Brian Billick. Billick, yeah. But, um, yeah, but, I mean, he always kind of rolls with the punches, and every time they count him out, he ends up making a few, like he made the adjustment of sitting Flacco, bringing on the young kid, uh, what's his name, Jackson? Yep. And now they're rolling again. So, so they think might Think about win. that, though. He was Andy Reid's special teams coach. Yeah. Andy Reid's tree is huge. Yeah. 
So uh, I like Harbaugh. I like Pete Carroll too. I don't like Pete Carroll, but I think he's a good coach. He, he just every year you think, oh, the Seahawks are gonna have a down year. He gets like these young kids to just play at a level that's yeah. amazing. He he yeah, he just picked up a couple of free agents. They just made a trade with the Jets. Got that safety Adams from the Jets, who's good. Guys. They they've re-picked up that Urban who. Played a, bounced around a couple of teams who was on the Seahawks before. I think he'll be a rebirth yeah. in the city. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, he motivates those guys to get them to play for him. Yeah. So, and they're always winners. They're always, you know, that was a tough game last year in the playoffs for the Eagles. It was you know? a tough game. I mean, Russell Wilson's just amazing. Um, it, that's a good match. You know, that's a that's a good combination, Wilson and Pete Carroll. He's you know? good. Yeah, I mean, he keeps that enthusiasm like he's still at SC, yep. but brings it to the pros. So, yeah, I think uh, you got to go Although, with... he did have one of the worst calls ever in the history. Oh, yes, he did. <laughs> of sports. Yes, he did. And in the Super Bowl, on the goal line, you got beast mode. I don't you care what... You got the biggest... I, I don't... Nobody can back. push that guy backwards. No. And, you know, I don't care what the uh, the, the chart says. The chart says to do that. Screw that chart. You go with the oh eye test. Gosh. Run the ball. Run the ball. But now he's very good. And, yeah, you know, we have a... Uh, My favorite reaction on that was uh, Richard Sherman. <laughs> what are we throwing the Sherman, ball for? <laughs> but, I mean, you got uh, Bill Belichick. Him, Andy Reid, and uh, Harbaugh. There, there are four good ones right there. Yeah, I can't four think anybody ones. else who would belong up there because, you know, it's like every year it's ten coaches lose their jobs, yep. gone. I mean, I know a lot of a lot of people. I can't even think of his name right now, uh, and he's got a Super Bowl. The guy in uh, Pittsburgh. Oh, Mike Tomlin. Tomlin, yeah. Tomlin's good. I mean, he seems like he's up and down. You know, he'll he is up he'll and be down, up eh? one year and then down two or three, and people are always question him. I know some Pittsburgh fans who, you know. Depending on how the year goes, wants uh-huh. to get rid of him. That's but he's exactly another what guy. I too. He's another guy who who do, does motivate the players. He's honest. He's intense. I he like is his intensity. Intense man. I, like I would his love intensity. to play for a guy. Hey, with I'd that like to intensity. play for him. He's he's a very intense guy, very competitive guy. I like him. Yeah, um, I like him too. But you know, if he was here in Philly, you'd pr- we'd probably the be the same is, way. When you talk about coaches and these leaders, it's they build around them. Yeah. It's not just them. That's what. It's great about Andy Reid. Mike Tomlin does not do that. Mike Tomlin's a good leader. Um, I don't think he hires the best coaches. Okay. His coaching staff is, eh, yeah. you know, yeah. like he had him and that offensive coordinator. Bruce Arians was good together. Oh, well, Arians is just awesome when he was with them. But yeah, yeah he's very good. He's very good. Yeah, and it does. It but Arians a lot. was back with uh, the other guy. Now he's at Tampa Bay now. He's running. Well, Tampa he is, Bay, but yeah. he, he was. He went to Arizona. Then yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Arians was. Um, with uh, the chin. Oh, uh, the guy from Pittsburgh who's now an announcer now, yeah, right? Yeah, he played for the Eagles, too. He played for the Eagles? Yeah. Oh, what the hell is his name? I always said that he was probably there around the time with N.J. Chuck. <laughs> oh, N.J. Chuck. He's like, get the Bill hell Cowher. out of here. Bill, Bill Cowher. Cowher. I liked Bill Cowher. He's another intense guy. Another intense he guy. Intense. Christ, he's intense just in the studio. It looks like he's ready to fight somebody with that big-ass chin in his. Yeah, but he, he was another. Know, he got a, elected. I like the way they did the Hall of Fame this year. Like surprise. They had a. Sur- they had a. Sur- they had an additional, uh, be- beyond the regular voting. They had. Hey, we're gonna do something special. Because yeah. I. I think is it the fiftieth year or something yes. like that. Uh, no. So they had him. They had. Was it Jimmy Johnson? Did they give it Jimmy to Johnson, Jimmy Johnson? Yeah, on air. Uh, and there was a couple other guys who y- y- you scratch your head like, man, these guys aren't in. Yeah. You know, so that, yeah, that was very cool how they surprised them. Yeah. Really I don't cool. watch those pregame shows anymore. Um, my favorite would be that Fox group. Oh, with Bradshaw and Howie Long? Yeah, Bradshaw's gotten a little tired. I'm, I'm, uh, Howie's good. Jimmy Johnson's great. I like Strahan. I, I like the addition of the tight end. Uh, Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Tony Gonzalez is great. Um, and then the, the host guy is amazing. Oh, uh, what's his name? The big guy. Yes. God, I can't think Menifee. of it. Kurt Menifee. Kurt Menifee. He's, yeah, he's very good. Awesome. He kind of, how he holds it together with those characters. God, he does, a, though. He does such a good job. Yeah, he, he fits right he in with those them guys. Yeah, yeah. Into those things. And, yeah, they, they are good. They have a good dynamic. I could do know? without the comedian guy and his little skits. Oh, yeah. Uh, is Frank Caliendo? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, like no, 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 not Caliendo. The other guy. Oh, that, that big dude who yeah. was on uh, the Step Brothers. Yes. Riggleman? Riggleman. Yeah, yeah. he's not that good. Yeah. Uh, uh, Caliendo is hilarious when he does Bradshaw. Oh, he's, and, uh, he's funny as hell. Yeah, I like and that. even those guys will be laughing like. Oh he does my God. great Gruden too. 
Oh, he does a great <laughs> wider spot. Why, why banana spider? spider? Two. Why <laughs> banana? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He does a great one. He does a good one. So there's a, our top three, I guess. Um, yeah. We definitely go Belichick. Definitely. Reed. Did we miss? I don't know if we missed anybody. We got Harbaugh. I can't think of anybody. Um, Unless you want to go. Uh, Gruden's. I mean, Gruden now. He hasn't done shit. He hasn't done shit back. since he was at Tampa when he first got to Tampa. Right. His first run with the Raiders was good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think we got some good choices. Pete Carroll. Yep. Yep. I mean, those are guys you just look at and you go, all right, well, I got to play them this week. They're always in the yeah. running for the Super Bowl every year. Well, how about guys. the guy in uh, New Orleans? We forgot about him. He's probably oh, Sean Payton is good, too. Yeah. He's very good, yeah. He, he could be in there. Yeah. yeah. Baseball, I couldn't even tell you. I don't want to go there, but how about basketball? Basketball right now? Top three coaches. Oh, God. I, I really have had to struggle because I don't follow NBA. I would have to go with the Celtics' Brad Peterson because I like him so much. He was great in college at Butler. He's done a great job with the Celtics. They're so young and they're playing great. Um, he and think about it. They got rid of the big three. Yeah, and, and they came, turned that into a trade that has continued to give and give and give and give. It's amazing. Which is awesome. Uh, I guess you got to go with. And you know, he gets the most out of those marginal players like the Marcus Smarts. And, yeah, and the good thing is they keep bringing on new younger guys, and he's great. Like he still has that college enthusiasm, as we mentioned with Pete Carroll. He brings out the best one. He's very good, and his players really respect him. Yeah, they love him. Uh, who the hell's coaching? Whoever's coaching the Lakers, uh, I guess, is up there. I like the guy. Believe it or not, I like the guy with the Heat. You know, he got the. Oh yeah, the guy who was when uh, LeBron was there left, and he's he's still there, right? Yeah, and he's so successful. Yeah. Even, you know what? It was like it was cool to see him have the success after yeah. LeBron left. Because everybody thought he was just uh, you yeah. know a yes man for LeBron, and right. here he is still winning. Uh, I would have to go with the guy with the Spurs. Greg Popovich is very, I hate very Greg funny. Popovich, but you got to go with him. He, I mean, he's amazing. When he loses all these guys, you think, oh, they're done. And then yeah, somehow he turns the team into a winner. He made these guys, like, household names. Ginobili. Uh, yeah. You know, he, he made these guys household names. And, and who Kawhi hell, Leonard. Who the hell knew a Kawhi Leonard? I remember them talking about him, like, who is this guy? And he just and then took he, it over in the finals. Then he went to Toronto, I'm like, holy shit, this dude is good. He took it over in the finals for the Spurs. And he didn't get along with Popovich because Popovich made him work on his fundamentals, and that kid is fundamentally sound. Uh-huh. He's a great all-around player. I like watching him play. I don't like watching the NBA too much, but that dude, if you're open, you're getting the ball. Yeah, yeah. No He's doubt. very good. So I'd go with Popovich, Brad Stevens, and maybe the guy with the heat. Uh, I, I, really I don't, don't really know, know anybody many else. Either. Um, you know? You know, you got Steve Kerr up there in Golden State. Steve Kerr is very good, yeah. They got tons of talent. Um, yeah. I, I really don't know who's coaching these days. I don't either. I mean, there's, uh, what's his name, D'Antoni? Uh, D'Antoni, who's he coach? Houston again? Yeah. I mean, he always. The run and gun team. Did you see that last night? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. It was like, I think they, I think they played Dallas. It was like 153 to 145. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And oh, they're only God. playing 10-minute quarters. Oh, really? They trimmed that down? To, I, I yeah. don't watch any of it. Yeah. I mean, those guys, they love their shooting. The, the beard, whew. Yeah, know. James Harden, I, I don't know. I, he's, he can score. He's a player. But if you're on his team, why even go down on offense? Uh, you're not even a decoy. They ain't passing to you. Did man. they get rid of Chris Paul? Yeah, his, he's, yeah he, I don't think he's on their team anymore. Yeah. I think they couldn't afford yeah, it. Yeah, just like you. I, I really don't. Follow the NBA no, too much. No. Um, all right. So the Mount Rushmore this week was mm-hmm. your idea. Yep. Um, and and I love this one. <clears throat> so let me make sure I got this right. Athletes who died too young or athletes in their prime who died too young? Either way. Either way. Either yeah. way, yeah. For athletes who died too young. So, I mean, I was kind of thinking about that. And you have guys who might have died near the end of their career. But I got a wide range of sports, just so you know. So do I. <laughs> so, I mean, I got a couple guys. For me, the first guy you got to mention is guy who, God, I, I always think if he didn't die young, his numbers were amazing even though he died young. Lou Gehrig, seven home runs short of 500, and he was rolling but when he was 38 yeah. when he died, or 37 when he had to retire. He's, he, he was seven RBIs short of 2,000, and there's only two guys with 2,000 RBIs, Babe Ruth and Hank Aaron. Uh, he was killing. He was killing. Then all of a sudden he, just, he got sick and died obviously too young. Uh, another Who's guy. Who's the comedian? Uh, the guy from Boston. Uh, you know, he did that fire show. Dennis, like, Dennis Leary? Dennis Leary. Lou Gehrig. I had a Lou Gehrig's disease. How come we didn't see that coming? <laughs> but, I'm sorry. Well, but how about on The Sopranos? Christopher said, what's the, what's the odds of Lou Gehrig dying of Lou Gehrig's disease? <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> but Lou Gehrig is for me is one. Uh, here's a local guy. How about Jerome Brown? Got I got him on here, man. Jude. Uh, how about Lenny Bias? Who just was unbelievable. Going to go to the Celtics. Who had just won a championship. They draft him. It's like we're going to win back to back. He dies two days later. Uh, here's another one, Roberto Clemente. Yeah, he just got his three. That, that, he lost his. Uh, got to three thousand hits. He gets on a plane to help it. out Nicaragua, and he dies. No, Puerto Rico. Was it Puerto Rico? He was from Puerto Rico. Yeah, was he going Puerto, to help Puerto Rico? He was going to help Puerto Rico, who got hit by a hurricane. Oh, I thought it was Nicaragua. He was going to help. No. But uh, so there's there's some. Then other guys you think of who were right around there, uh, Reggie Lewis from the Celtics, Hank Gathers. Hank Gathers, uh, I had on here's here. One that I had, he, how did I miss Reggie Lewis? He had the same heart thing as same Hank Same thing Gathers. as Hank Gathers. He died like two or three years later. I remember that. Uh, here's one for you. I'm sure he's on your top four. Pelly Lindbergh. He is there. To, <laughs> he's number had, two. He had just gone and uh, helped the Flyers go to the Stanley Cup. And so did you ever hear later? that story? No. So he was leaving that bar that they all went to. It was over in South Jersey. Oh, the one that burned down or yes, whatever? Yes, that's the bar. And he was leaving it, and I guess he couldn't make the one turn, and he had that Porsche. And so Pete Rose also owned the same Porsche. Pete Rose, that fucking scumbag that he is, bought that Porsche off the junkyard. Did he really? Yeah. For parts for his Porsche. (laughs) Well, that explains a lot. That says a lot about Thurman Munson. Thurman Munson. I was going to say Thurman Munson as well, yeah. Yeah. Got to have him up there. Um, Dean Stewart. Do you remember Dean Stewart? Stewart? Yeah, in the airplane, yeah. That was crazy. Remember that they were carrying it live on the news because they thought they were going to have to shoot that thing down? And that went from Florida all the way up to, I think, Minnesota or Wisconsin, somewhere yeah. up that way, yeah. where it finally crashed. Okay, and they were all dead. They were the pilots, the, you know, the uh, pilots, the U.S. Air, Air Force or whatever it was, Navy, were riding next to them. And they saw everybody was passed out in the plane, and it was on autopilot. And they were like, do we have to shoot this thing down? What are we going to do? Did they shoot it down? I don't think they shot it down. I think they... It just went down? Yeah, it went down. But, yeah, that was a good one. Um... Here's a, a guy I used to have his baseball card. I, he was not as big as the story. Lyman Basta. Who? Lyman Basta. I don't know. He was on the Angels. He was an up-and-comer. And I think his wife killed him or something like that. Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor from the Redskins. How about no, you? I mean, from Miami, too, oh, just Redskins. like Jerome Brown. Redskins. Oh, Redskins. God. Did you ever see the Sean Taylor hit in the uh, Pro Bowl? No. So they, um, God, I don't know who the punter was. I, let's just say it was Sean Landetta. But I'm sure it wasn't. It was way after that. But, uh... <laughs> they run a fake punt, and he comes up, and they're just having the punter trying to run for a first down. And this is the Pro Bowl, and he tees off. you got to look this up on YouTube. He just tees off and smacks the guy, and the punter's out cold, just laying on the ground. Nice. And Sean Taylor could hit, man. Nice. The Pro Bowl, and he freaking lays the guy out. Here's an old school one from the early 80s. Joe Delaney from KC, Kansas City Chiefs. Remember him? Great running back. Yeah. He was just coming up. He was, you know, then he... He couldn't swim, and some kids were in, like, some lake drowning, and he went to help them. And oh, he yeah, drowned yeah. trying to help these kids. He couldn't even swim. But he was a great ball player, too. Um, now, I, I have a bunch of other ones written down that, you know, Derek Thomas for Kansas City. Derek Thomas, yeah. You know, that was a weird one. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, uh, slipped on the ice or something like that, rushing somewhere. Yeah, and he was, oh, my God, that guy. You talk about in their prime. That guy was... Walter Payton was retired, but he was only like 45 years old. Ah, so, I mean, those are, these are guys that retired, that died, I feel like, way too long. Kobe. Yeah. Kobe died, yeah. Reggie White. Reggie, yeah. yeah. Um, Pat Tillman. Pat Tillman. Pat, Pat Tillman. I think Pat Tillman was still playing, and he went to play somewhere, yeah. Well, Pat Tillman went, you know, he was with Arizona. 9-11 happened. He decided to go in the military. Yeah, and then he died from friendly friendly fire, fire yeah. in Afghanistan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dale Earnhardt. Hart. There was another uh, race car, uh, Bobby Allison, his brother. What was Bobby Allison's brother? Oh, dude, I got Davey his Allison. Davey, Davey Allison died when he was like four. Helicopter, dude. Yeah. He was leaving uh, one of the races, and he died in a helicopter crash. I have, I, you know why I was a big Davey Allison fan? I'll tell you why. He drove the car number 28. There you go. So I have all his die-cast cars oh, still. Okay. In the boxes and everything, mm-hmm. I collected Davey Allison. He was the only driver I followed on oh, NASCAR. Wow. For years, yeah. And I mean, to go Roy Holiday, he was retired, but very young uh, man. Wow, I, I missed very that Very young one. man, you know. So. How about Drazen Petrovic? Yeah, yeah, he was the dude he played with uh, Vladi Divac. Yep. He was on the Nets, he was on Portland, great jumper. Dude, he was a player, Great, great ju- jumper. What did he die of? 
I do remember him. He was in a. He was in. I think on the autobahn in Germany. Oh, that's right. He was on the autobahn. He was asleep. His girlfriend was driving. Yes. And he. Di- I guess he never woke up. I guess. But yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I mean. So I, who are we putting on the Mount Rushmore of athletes died too young? I would definitely go with number one, Roberto Clemente. I I agree, Roberto. And for me, I'd have to put up Lou Gehrig because. For me, that was like the beginning of a lot of this stuff. Okay. When you think of, you know, guys, that's like the first one a lot of people think of. Um, oh, you know what we missed that I have on my list? Ernie Davis. Ernie Davis, yeah. He just won the Heisman, yeah. The Express. Yeah. The Elmira Express, yeah. Ernie Davis. Because the only reason why I think about that is you just said it, Elmira. You know? The Elmira Express. That was, uh, that's where Jeff's from. Come on. Mm. We went to the Boston game last year with him. The Elmira Express, yeah. First, first African-American to win a Heisman. Yep. And then he got drafted and traded to the Redskins. He was going to – no, no, he got drafted by the Redskins, traded to the Browns, going to play with Jim Brown. Those two in the backfield, oh, my God, that yep. would have been fun to watch, huh? Yep. And yeah, Ernie Davis, way, you know, good guy, too. He had too. leukemia or something? He had leukemia, yeah. He, they discovered it just after he got drafted. Is that something? God, he was amazing. He was a really good ball player, yeah. Um, so we got Roberto. Mm-hmm. We mentioned a lot. Um, yeah. So, well, we, we won't go retired. We'll, we will go with athletes who died. While they were playing. While they were playing. So. Okay. Roberto, uh, I'd say Lou Gehrig. Um, yep. That's good, too. We'll throw some Philly flavor in there. Reggie Lewis? I mean, he was. No, is that? He, he was oh, really Jerome good. Brown. Jerome Brown. I'd yeah, go with we'll Jerome go Brown. I mean, come on. Jerome Brown was Jerome great. Brown was going to be a Hall of Famer. He really was. And if, he's, if he doesn't die, maybe Reggie stays with the Eagles. He definitely would. Or they both would have left. Or they both would have left. Yeah, who knows? Oh, that would have sucked. <laughs> I See think they two, both would have yeah. left. And then Seth would have... Because that owner at the time, Brayman, was an ass. He was a dick, yeah. Did you ever hear the story about Reggie White told told the story of he went in there uh, and he's negotiating his contract. I forget who the GM was at the time. Um, but he said, here I am negotiating to stay with the Eagles. I want to stay with the Eagles. This guy takes his clip on him. Clip on tie off and puts it on his desk in the middle of our negotiation. <laughs> He's like, that's what the Eagles were about. You know? Wow. It's like everything on the cheap. That's the wow. way the Eagles were back then. Yeah. It wasn't until, because, uh, I mean, Norman Brayman was. He was cheap. What did Buddy used to call him? The guy uh, over in France or something? <laughs> guy over in Paris? Or no, the guy down in Florida. The guy down in Florida. Yeah, he pays the bills. And then <laughs> since this guy took over. Um, I can't think. Lori. Yeah, Jeff Lori took over. No, what was he like? A movie producer or some shit? Was he a movie producer? I don't know, or the no? Am I thinking of car dealer? There is a Lori who's a car dealer who owns the Marlins. No, he was definitely not. That's the Marlins, you're right? The Marlins yeah. guy. Uh, I don't. And know he's also to, Jeff. He's also Jeffrey Lori too. Yeah. No, he's Jeffrey Loria. Loria. Yeah. I well, don't know. I, I think he's he was like a you know something in the entertainment field, but since he bought this team. He stays out, you know? He doesn't... Yeah, he doesn't get involved until it's, like, critical mass. Yes, and he's got a good vision. Like, my God, you know, you talk about in the business world, he's got a good vision for what he wants to... And he's put out a product. Yeah, oh, and we didn't mention uh, Doug Peterson is our top three guys right now, even though he's 97 in the last two years. A lot of injuries. A lot you know. of injuries. Oh, my God, the injuries. You know, he is a good guy. He motivates his team. His team is loyal to him. Too, too young. I mean, too young in the role, right? Yeah. The guys we named have been in the role yeah, a while. Yeah, he's, he's getting a couple more years. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Hopefully I mean, a couple more rings. God, I hope he stays. You yeah. know what I mean? I think, I think he's, he's got good. that with the ring, like the, you know, Harbaugh had it. Harbaugh won his early, and so it's like they wanted to ride him out of town. Yeah. And now it's like. They keep giving him, and he, and he keeps reinventing himself, which is great. Yeah, I mean, he had that big upset, remember, against the Patriots that time mm-hmm. up there in New England? Yep. Yep. I think that's the year they won the Super Bowl, wasn't it? When they, oh, uh, during the season they upset. Uh, yeah, they upset. They go up to. Uh, they might have. They, they, I mean, it, I think it was the first or second round, yeah. and they went up to New England and upset them. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember what year that was, but I'm not good like that, as you know. Um, so what do we have? So we have Roberto Clemente. We have Jerome Brown. We have Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig, and then who do you want to go with? Well, you got. I mean, Payne Stewart had just won the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. Uh, Len Bias just never... Just got drafted number two, but you know, right, he, he, never did he prove himself? 
Charlie Lindbergh really never. But you know, uh, again, he died too young. Who he didn't get that Derek chance. Thomas. I mean, I Derek Thomas. There you go. I mean, he was a sack machine. He was. Oh, uh, Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor was dynamite. Two Miami players. He was dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> ah, we can't do that. Let's pull back on that. So let's go with Derek Thomas. We'll go to an Alabama guy. There we go. Since he had nine that. sacks in a game against Penn State in one game. Nine. Nine. That's crazy. Nine. Dude, that's freaking Tony crazy. Sacka got to know him very well that day. Tony Sacka. <laughs> he was properly named that day, Sacka. Oh, Sacka got Sacka. Hey, if you were inventing a sport today, mm-hmm. what would you invent? Like, what would it look like? Hmm. Wow. If I was inventing a sport today, I would, I, I would combine a few sports. You know, I, I might combine a little bit of golfing because everybody likes golfing, make this course a little shorter, but involve, you got to do it in like a time limit. So speed golf. Speed golf. Shorter version of speed golf. So like kind of like golf, but you also maybe want to w- work in some throwing it a little bit because I can't fucking hit it. Uh, I like that. You know, no, you don't count so the smokes, it's the time. Where you're throwing it from one hole to the next tee box. So it's speed golf. Speed because, golf. So it's the lowest score, fastest time. There you go. Or just maybe the fastest time. And maybe you limit some things. Maybe limit the amount of time. Yeah, you got to get it in the hole. Got it. It's got to end with it being in the hole. Got to be putted into the hole. Um, 18 guys on the team. Limit the. <laughs> <laughs> now, maybe three guys on a team. So six holes and a then, game. And so you're right. It's timed. And then uh, everything over par is like another whatever added yeah. to the time. You might add seconds. some time. Um, you know, penalty shot you hit the ball in the water that adds time and, and you got to throw some physicality in there if you have a chance to tackle a guy like See, that's, nail him. that's that's the, the greatest right so when they're trying to get the ball to the next hole you got to get go. the ball to the next tee box there you go you there's them. dougie lining up a, a put oh what a hit jesus see, i didn't see that you, one coming you gotta have some physicality <laughs> in whatever you invent i like yeah, that yeah that's pretty good <laughs> Why not? I knew your imagination <laughs> would come up with something good there, man. <laughs> and you got to have drinking during a game. Because by the 18th, it's more about hitting people than getting it in the damn hole. <laughs> which is kind of cool. Any sport, which is still a sport, where you can drink at it and still yeah. be competitive, yeah. like golf, like bowling. Yep. Um, so yeah. we're going we're gonna to make it speed. We're going to make it a, a time thing. Also, how many beers did you drink? Um... You know, so you know, so if, the, if say for example, it comes down to hey, we were three seconds shorter than you, but we drank a six pack more. Whoa! Oh, they win. They won. Well, they just they just shotgun four at the end. Good for them. Bonus points. None of that non-alcoholic. Beer. No, no non-alcoholic. And we might throw some shots in there for a bonus time. That's good stuff, man. I like that. Um, so we haven't done this one yet. Okay. And we've hung on to this question for a while, so I think today we address it. Right. What record in sports mm-hmm. do you think are the greatest? Ooh. Um, well, I'll go with the, the first one I'll, I'll bring up is one that now, now I mean, they used to say it before, but I really think it's true now. The consecutive games played, I don't think it's going to be touched anymore. You it know, can't with, be. I mean, you know, you, you think about it, I say it can't be, but... Um, you know, you're talking baseball, right? Baseball, yep. Yeah. Uh, Cal Ripken. And it's like, I mean, just staying injury-free. Brett Favre, too, right? That was kind mm-hmm. of an amazing run. It, I it mean, is. a quarterback? In football, a quarterback, yeah. <laughs> and, like, and I think the guy he broke was was a, a lineman. Wasn't it Jackie Slater or was it, uh, what's his name, from, oh, man, uh, that's a good question. from the Oilers? Bruce something? Uh, uh, Matthews. Yeah, I was going to say the Matthews, family. Bruce Matthews. And he was a lineman. How, a quarterback, those guys always are getting hurt. Yep. Uh, but uh, Cal Ripken, geez, you know, with people who are, they're more worried about their big contracts rather than playing. And, you know, they'll be like, oh, geez, I got a runny nose. I'm not playing today. You know? And, you know, I, it wasn't like he set out to do this thing. He just showed up and I wanted to play every day. Right. It's like he loved the game. Well, his career started with the most innings played consecutively. And they're like, Cal, you got to tone that back. He goes, what? You're taking me out? Well, we're up five. It's the ninth. Come on. And, you know, so, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, he, he started his career with... Does he hold that record, too? Yeah. Most <laughs> consecutive guy. innings played, and it's unbelievable. And he didn't want that to end. And they're like, well, you played the game. Get out. Oh, what are you taking me out for? And he's arguing. Dude, we're up like six, seven. It's the last inning. Aren't you sick? That's Come on. awesome. 
But yeah, I think that one, that's a great one. Um, there, there's so many, especially because baseball is a, a numbers sport. More than any other sport, it's a numbers yeah. sport. Magical numbers, 3,000 hits, so 500 D. home runs. Jody, Jody 56. That's another Think one about that we're never We're playing 60 games this year. In well, the I'm not even talking about this year. Any year, 56 but in a 56 row. straight games. That would right. mean that he would have to get a hit in every freaking game. Yeah, that's that's more than a third of the season. You know, and I think that one's a tough one to That's break. a tough one because that's so much pressure. Because every time you get, you get over 30, everybody's following you now. Then right. you got to do another 26 on top of that. I mean, Pete Rose did 44, and, you know, then he, you Is know. it true? My dad used to always talk about Joe, Joe D's streak and say It that. ended, and then he did another 17 or 18 games. Yes, that's true. Okay. He said so it was if more he, than that, but whatever. It, yeah, it, I think it was like if he had gotten a hit that day, he, he could have gotten to like 74 or 75 games straight. He, he, he started another streak of 17 or 18 games. Now, Ted Williams hitting over 400. That was the same season. Right. And so, Ted Williams, the last day, they were playing a doubleheader, mm-hmm. and they could have left him out. He was over, and instead he's They would have rounded up. He was at three, three, 399.98 or something, and they, they would have rounded him up. And, they were, and he, we could hold you out of the second game. And he said, stick, no. No, no he, he, they want to hold him out of both games. He said, no, that's not how, I'm going to either win this or lose it by playing. <laughs> and then he went like, he and went what, like what, what six he for eight. What he went he six for eight. If he hit four six, so the last so the last two games he went six for eight. So I think eight. that could be, that could be matched, okay. Uh, Tony Gwynn nearly did it in what ninety four. Tony Gwynn, my God, would roll out of bed Certain and hit a single. Guys, he uh, just knew where to put that ball. Oh, he had great bat control. The problem I see in Major League Baseball today, and and why I think that streak, that that record may not be attainable anymore, is because. The long ball is such a big thing. These guys Launch strike out so much. Swing, you know, yeah. they, they're not swinging for hits like everybody. But Tony Gwynn had that. He knew right where to put that ball in left center. Oh, I, I wish you know that he played now with this shift. You couldn't have shifted on that guy. Wade Boggs, another Wade one Boggs, they could yeah. hit that way. You know, if you're going to shift one way, he'd say, "Oh, over there, bang!" Um, That's what I he's going to hit. I, exactly what he would do. Yeah, I love watching Tony Gwynn oh, hit. What man. a hitter! And then you find out all the homework he used to do on it and all that type of stuff. Uh, yeah, but four or six, it, that that that's another tough one. It's going to be yeah. hard to break because you know these guys are you know trying to crush home runs and you know when we were growing up, the players used to care about not getting over a hundred strikeouts in a season. Now guys are getting two hundred strikes. They don't care about that. Yeah, they they want homers. They want RBIs. Yeah. They got all these goofy statistics now, and you know just get a hit. Um, I don't think I think this one is attainable. Wilts one hundred. Ooh, that's, that is a tough one. Could you know, that, yeah, I mean, there's been guys. Yeah, I mean, 153 points last night in 10-minute quarters. You, know, you got a guy like James Harden. I mean, Kobe got, what, 80-some that one night? Did he get to 80? Yeah. Okay. But, you I know, mean, that's a tough one. That's a tough it's one. It's a tough one. It's amazing. Yeah. And people can't even fathom that, right? That's a tough one. Because Will was Will. Right. Will and was seven foot. He was tough to see. But stop. I think today, the way these records go, it's like almost like the stray hand sack thing with far falling to the ground. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like you get to somebody gets to 78 points and, the, and they're going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, they could. I mean, if, it's if, a, you, it's if a, you. It's if, a brotherhood where today it'd be yeah, like. All right, I mean, if somebody let's really wants to. I mean, the, the, ones, the other ones talking about are tough to. You know, you can't cut corners on. You can't. Plan all those games. We're getting 400 or hit 56 straight. You got to actually do that. The 100 points, which would be very tough. You're right. I mean, if I decided I'm not passing today, I'm going to go for 100. Maybe your teammates chip in and say, "Go for it." Yeah. Whereas getting 56, that's on you. 56 is just you got to show up. You got to be in the zone. It's like you can't have an off day. You can't. You can't get in a slump. You can't for 56 games. Same thing with hitting 400. Your biggest slump is going to be what a game or two, maybe. I just can't imagine hitting 400 in baseball. With today's pitchers and their perfection, and they pull guys after five innings. They put in a specialist mm-hmm. for the, the sixth, seventh, and they bring in an eighth inning guy, then a, you know a closer, different time. Same thing with the fifty-six. Yeah, so um, I think we there's some really good records in there. How about Michael Phelps in the Olympics and the amount of medals he's got? That is well, they said the same thing about Mark Spitz. I know, you know but this seven. guy just shattered it, and everything is so specialized today. Michael Phelps is a freak. He's got this long torso that um, he was built for swimming. For swimming, you know, and it's like I see some of these kids today that are so amazing, you know, because I go to all these USA meets with Luke and stuff, and um, 
you know, there was a there was this kid that was really good in the fifty, um, and was just shattering records and everything. But he was good in the fifty. He was a good sprinter, you know. And it's like Phelps had it all, you know. He he had it all. But they, you know, it's like whatever you wanted Michael to do, he was like the greatest butterflyer. Okay, Michael, we need you to win the fifty. Boom. He just did it all. You know, and those relays, and so competitive, and the practice, and the dedication, and I just don't see that. I don't even know what his record is, yeah. Um, and and where his number is, but and you know, you, it's like when Tiger Woods was in his heyday in golf, and all these guys that would finish second to Tiger, mm-hmm. and it's like you know, now today the PGA Tour, it's nobody separating themselves, but when Tiger was there, it's like oh shit, he's playing this tournament. All right. Who's, who's winning second? Right. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about his majors, and, and Doug always said, nah, you know, Jack was better or whatever, and Jack has old, you know, Jack has the record, and Jack has an amazing amount of second places, too. That's which, the truth. In majors. I think he won, what, 18 majors and came in second 19 times. Crazy. Imagine if he won half of those. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. You know? In the 86 uh, yeah. Masters, which when I still what, remember When he was, what, 40-something years old? Yeah. 45, 46 years yep. old? So, so yeah, I mean, yeah, there, there are some really magical ones that, and Phelps, yeah, that, that's a good one. Then you look at some of the team records. Uh, Oklahoma winning 55 straight games. I don't think that'll ever be touched because there's so not much. Today's, because not, everybody, not today's it's more football. of a late level field, whereas back in the day, four or five teams ruled college football. I mean, you think about, right, when, when USC was paying their players, <laughs> when Pete Carroll was there, and they got so good, and Texas still beat them. Yeah. Yeah. In one of the greatest college football games. Or you think about back in the 50s, 60s, and early 70s where you were allowed to recruit as many guys as you want. And I remember hearing an interview from John McKay saying, I would recruit a guy just so that the other, my competition couldn't have him. I knew he wouldn't start for me, but I didn't want them having him. Which is crazy. And yeah. That, it's a shame for the kid. Yeah. You know, that kid, it's like, so my buddy used to coach uh, travel baseball, and um, they'd have, Originally, they only had an A team, right? And then they created a B team. And he, he's like, you know, his last year, the travel team, he could have an extra coach if he only took 12 players. I, I just want to say that's what it was, right? And his whole thing was the way Little League Baseball rules were, if you carried that 13, it changed the way he would have to approach playing every kid in a certain amount of innings or at bats and stuff like that. So he only wanted to do 12. And um, the family was real upset. And he said, listen, does he want to be that kid that only plays an inning or two just to be there on this team? Or can he go be the star on the B team and go do everything? He can pitch every game. He can do whatever he wants. You know. Be a big fish in a little pond. Yeah, and it's like you can never make everyone happy. No. But it's like um, I think McKay did that kid a disservice. Yeah, probably. But, I mean, that's – that's how it was, and that's why we're never going to see that type of record again. I mean, uh, talking about that USC team, I think they had gotten a 32, 33 straight wins. Yeah. You know, it was only a matter of time before somebody starts recruiting just looking for you. Whereas back when Oklahoma did it, there was only about four good teams in the whole country, and they were never going to play each other because the bowl alignments, you'd never see them. So when was that? That was like in the 50s. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, back in the day when the you know the great Army teams, great Notre Dame teams, way back in the day, yeah. right? It's way before our time. Um, so yeah, that's. I mean, there's some good records. I'm surprised you didn't bring up Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> Me, because you brought him up before. And it's he, like, he, well, he is amazing. I mean, he's just so. He was like a, a video game. It's it's hard to like what 200 points I'm in a glad season. We, you know, we lived to see. You know, we didn't live to see Wilt. No, we but didn't we live saw. To see Joe D, but we saw yeah, him. we did see Wayne Gretzky was amazing. He was. And amazing. I mean, I don't follow hockey that much, but no one has ever even come close to 200 points. Well, Lemieux kind of did, but not like him. I mean, Gretzky 200 points, 100 goals. I mean, he was unbelievable. It, you know, then he would make these great passes and set his team up, and he was, he it was like a video game. It was like you're watching it, like oh, he's going to do something great. He'll do 20 great things in one game, and he would. Well. You, know, you just got to see that, you know? It was fun. <laughs> Another one that um, I guess, you know, we didn't touch, but I don't see how it gets broken, uh, is Barry Bonds' home runs. Yeah, I mean, uh, for what me, that's that? kind of tame. 70, 73. 73, 73. Right? 
Um, yeah, I don't see anybody. I don't see anybody getting a sixty anymore, yeah. if if they're going to play it clean. I really don't. Um, and then if somebody gets closer, they're going to question them. Uh, I don't see seventy. I don't see anybody getting over sixty, sixty-one for a good while. So what's know? the home run record then? If we're uh, I would still go back to 61. Okay, so Maris at 61. And then, uh, and then uh, Hank Aaron at... Uh, 714? Se- s- no, 754. 754, okay. And 714 uh, was Babe. Babe yeah. yeah, I think, to me, uh, Hank Aaron's still the home run king. And always what will. did Barry end up with? 760, like a few more, like maybe seven more, 761 or something like that. Huh. And then, then he became a free agent and no one signed him. I didn't know And he know was that. still doing well. He just got injured the year before, and then no one signed. No one signed him. Yeah, so I agree with you on Hank Aaron still the. Uh, the hammer's the him. man. I mean, you talk about the model consistency. Never hit over 50 homers in a season ever. He just would hit 35 to 40 for 20 years. Yeah. The greatest statement I ever heard about him was, "You take all his homers away, and he still has 3,000 hits. He does." Yeah, that's amazing. He's a great he was player. Awesome. So he played what? Braves, Brewers. Braves the whole career, and then Brewers maybe the last two. He was a DH when the Brewers won the American League. But when he he was with the Braves when he breaks. Yes, Babe's he was in Atlanta. Yeah. But but Atlanta Who when he was playing? with the uh, they were in Atlanta at the time. They were playing the Dodgers. Dodgers. A guy named Dorsey, Al Dorsey was pitching. Yep. And then the guy who climbed the wall. If you watch the whole thing, you, 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 there's a guy in the Dodgers climbing yeah, the wall. Yeah, yeah. You know who that guy is? Yeah. Bill Buckner. Is that Bill Buckner? Bill Billy no Buck, the Forrest Gump of baseball. Yeah, I have the Buckner. coolest. You know I. For years, I've collected. It's horrible to say, but I've collected bobbleheads. I've got the coolest one of old Dodgers in there. Um, it was a guy who was huge for the Cubs, but he was. Uh, it was Rick Monday. When Rick he, Monday. When he saves the flag. Yeah, he guy, was on the Cubs at the time. Oh, he was on the Cubs. He was on the Cubs. Right. He was playing okay. against My the bad. Dodgers. Playing against the Dodgers. And then You're he right. went to the uh, Dodgers like a year later. All right, right, right. Yeah. So it's but he saves the flag. Yeah. And I have that bobblehead of yeah. him. Oh, get out of here! Yeah, yeah, it's like one of my favorite Rick bobbleheads. Monday, yeah, he was a great Dodger. The Dodgers were so good in the seventies. You had Garvey, Lopes, Russell, Say, uh, Ferguson, and uh, I hated Ron Say, but good the God, the Penguin. Oh my God, he could hit those line drive homers. Steve runs. Yeager, the other catcher. Oh yeah, he could hit the homers. Dusty Baker, you had uh, uh, Rick had Monday. That, they had, they, who was the guy? Um, Reggie Smith was in. They center. had a cool da. Um, uh, not, uh, Manny French. Moda. Manny Moda. Who ended up being their hitting coach. He yep, was yep. He, Manny Moda was like, he'd always How kill the, the Phillies. How did you know I was talking about Manny Moda? Because you said hit, hit yeah. killed the Phillies. So he'd get up there, all right, we're down to the last strike. The Phillies are about to go to the World Series. Forearms, Jesus. Yeah, Ronce had big forearms, too. He the did, Ronce. Baby Lopes. They had a good team. They had great pitching. Uh, Bill Russell. Bill Russell. Bill Russell. And great pitching they had. Jaeger uh, was the catcher. Jaeger and Joe Ferguson. They, they okay. Um, their pitchers were... Don Sutton, uh, Bert Hooten, Bert Hooten, uh, Charlie Howe, the knuckleballer. Yeah, yeah. They had always had great pitching. Always had great pitching. Lasorda was such a great coach. He was a great coach. Yeah, he was. What, that, that, what a good team! And they stuck together. And the thing is, Lasorda, before he was a manager, was their AAA coach. He brought them all up. Remember, together. Lopes was our for, uh, first base coach there yeah, for a while. Yeah, he, he was a great. He was a he great was big base on that timer. Because he would time how quickly it would go from the pitcher to the catcher, and that's key to stealing bases. Yes. And that's how the Dodgers did it. They're like, this is how you do it. And the Dodgers always had, like, great the greatest scouting. It was like the Dodger way, just like they say about the Orioles when they were good, the Oriole way, the Dodger way. Yeah. And they, they had a great, just like the Dodgers now, had a great farm but system. But they always did, though, before time of sort of, you know, the Walter Olsen days. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, and my dad used to live on his books. Is it time? I don't know. Yeah, it is, 57. Okay. So, anyway, uh, it's a good show. Yeah. Any other last winging. topics for the last couple minutes? Uh, not really, because we got okay. we got two minutes, and uh, I'll just ask you one quick question. All right. Do you like instant replay in sports? <laughs> when it helps Penn State, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do like it. I, I like it, uh, especially at the end of the game. You know, you think of those last second ones. You want to get it right. Right. You know, and it, even if it go against your team and it and it's a, the right call, it's the right call. I think they went too far last year in the NFL where they started reviewing pass, uh, pass interference. I don't like that. I mean, if it's a catch or a fumble or if he's across the goal line, and in in baseball, I don't know about baseball. Football, I like it. How? Anymore. What blows me away with baseball is how often the umpire gets it right at yeah. first base. And that's a fast sport. 
It is. All coming in 95 miles an hour. They get it and right. And they look, they're looking at the feet and the sound. Mm -hmm. That's what they do. So yep. The sound of the, the glove and yep. they're looking at the feet. Yep. Which is right. amazing to me. That's the way they're trained. And they, they get it right. And if you ever notice, you know, because when I had to take those little league, uh, you know, they wanted me to umpire and I did. Mm -hmm. I made kids cry. It was horrible. But um, the whole thing was play it through in your head. Replay it through in your head. Don't just cry right away go out or safe, right? Play it through in your head. It's okay to delay your signal call. You know, it's like play it through exactly what you saw. Don't be the immediate. You know, and if you ever look at it, what they do in Major League Baseball, they will be like the look, and it's like a one, two, boom. You know, so it's uh, yeah. so I I'm I'm indifferent. Um, I'm happy because I'm happy when it goes your way, and it's okay when it doesn't. Because if they have it right, if they have it right, have it right yeah. yeah. So, I like it in football. I do like it in football. Uh, baseball, I don't. Like I you don't said, like I, I like the umpires kind of get it right anyway. They do. So. so. All right. All right, well, there we go. We're at 59 minutes, so uh, episode 14 in the books. Yeah. Riding Shotgun. Thanks again for uh, Riding Shotgun. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> all right. <laughs> See you later.